Welcome to Resting Binge Face, where two friends watch seasons of TV shows and we talk about it. I'm Adam McCoy. And I'm Amanda Kathleen. And Adam and I work in television. We also watch a lot of television. We also immerse ourselves in everyday talking about television. And we decided to do a podcast because we do it anyway. We might as well let people <laughs> we listen. We might as well see if anybody wants to hear us complain or talk about television shows. So for our first episode today, we are talking about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Which, if you've lived under a rock or your name is Adam McCoy and you've never seen It's Always correct. Sunny. I, I apologize many times uh, in my life for not watching the show. I get a lot of criticism, but I finally started watching it and I think it's a good show. You think it's- <laughs> I think it's a good show. There's some hype, hype for it for a reason. Uh, I have been watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia from the very beginning. I am I was an avid fan. Since 2005. Since 2005. So it started fall 2005 on FX. And I was looking back at the time of like how many shows were out, like how many comedy shows were out and wanted to see if there was any in cable. And I realized there isn't like It's Always Sunny was. The first. Like one of the first first. cable comedies to like make it. Especially on FX, right? Like there were no other shows. Um, Well, I think like there was like. Oh, what's that show with the guy that played the thing? The Shield? The Shield. I think The Shield was on. That's a comedy? No, but I'm just saying, like, I think they had some shows, but okay, they didn't yes, have... Yes. But comedy shows, particularly. And particularly, FX, yeah. they didn't know, or cable, like, the only comedy you could watch would be on Comedy Central, but they didn't have anything like It's Always Sunny. Well, nobody had anything like It's no. Always Sunny. Mm-mm. Totally different. Okay, so in this podcast, we're going to give history on the television shows, if they're older. If not, we'll talk about the newer shows, and we'll do it as eloquently and as accurate as possible, but that might not happen. (laughs) As this is very conversational, like we talk about it every day, we might not have all the facts in front of us, but we'll we'll discuss. Uh, Yeah, so I thought it was very interesting. I had never seen the show before. And I started watching it, uh, was, and I found a link to a video that talked about just a brief history of it, and it's a pretty interesting um, history. Yeah. Uh, Rob McKinney, I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name, uh, he started this off as like a, like a, just a short film mm-hmm. to just kind of pass the time. He was an actor, and he wanted something to do. Yes. So he's, he shot a short film, um, which eventually turned out to be in one of the episodes of season one where Charlie has cancer. Yes. So he goes to, the whole short film is him going to a friend's house, trying to borrow a cup of sugar, and then in doing so, he's told that his friend has cancer, and he's very um, not supportive about it. So that that this turns in, that turned into the later episode. But uh, he shot it as a short film, and then they decided to start shooting some, some very inexpensive episodes yes. themselves. And then they shopped it around to other To networks. all the networks, yeah. and nobody wanted it. And FX was like... You guys did this for two hundred dollars. Go for yes. it. <laughs> Which is, brings up another point. Like they they were really worried about FX went with them because it was just so inexpensive to do, right? And they hadn't done a comedy show. Um, which is one of the things I really like about the show is the theme music, which oh, is yeah. kind of very whimsical. <laughs> uh, but they picked that because it was a public domain and yes. it was free, so they didn't have to pay for that music at all. And they kept it at least for the first you know seasons that I've seen so far. So uh, yeah, that's yeah, it. that's their that's their theme song. Which I think is a it's a great contrast to how horrible the people are on the show (laughs) and then it cuts to the very dancey music that you hear in between the takes yeah we'll play that now you can listen to that right now so this is our first episode of the podcast and normally we're going to watch one season of a show we are 
But in this case, since the first season, Danny DeVito was not a part of the no. cast, and he became such a major part of the yes. show that for this, we thought it was necessary to watch the first two seasons. Yes, I was adamant about you watching the second season because it's it's a change in, it's in a, dynamics. Yes, it's a difference. Yes. It's a difference in the tone. They're still both seasons are good. So as a person who's never seen it, what are your thoughts on the first two seasons of It's Always Sunny? I really enjoyed the show. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I, I know everyone's told me that for several years. <laughs> but I believe it it lived up to the hype. It was very it was very entertaining and it was so different. And going back now and Realizing that it aired in 2005. Right. But it's still so different now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't believe what it would like to watch it in 2005. I mean, the pilot episode is probably one of my favorite episodes, and I can't say that for any, yes. a lot of a lot of television shows. Like, the yes. pilot's usually rough. But their, te- their pilot is amazing, and it's one of my favorites. And it literally makes fun of blacks and gays, like, in the first. Right away. Right. Straight like, out. <laughs> like, I don't think today... I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know if it would if they could pull it off today, starting off that way. Uh, but that's what's so great about it is they're, the things they do are so wrong yes. and so bad, but you still like the characters, and you don't resent them for what they're doing. It's just it's something weird about the dynamic right. that you still actually like them, even though they're doing these things that... I don't think there's any malice behind no. what's going on. I mean, when, when Mac is like... Mac is talking to the black guy... The, the token black guy in the yes. episode, and he's like, "So when you say sister, are you all mean? of you, are you all related, or are are you yes. not? Like he's earnestly just trying to figure out, like yeah, you're like, oh, he doesn't know, he's right, <laughs> but he's he's a, like he's a, a, oblivious to yes. and what what he's actually asking, but he honestly just doesn't know. So he you just feel wants to know. you feel awkward for him, yes." <laughs> And for the whole situation, not just for him, but for the whole situation. But you still don't resent him for it. Yes. So, yeah, it's very, very interesting. And it's uh, every episode, every <laughs> episode, just you think, you know, you see the first one and the next one, oh, something else. It just keeps going on with more dramatic right. <laughs> things that they do. So it's 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 very entertaining. The The second season, they introduced Danny DeVito. And to go back to the history part of it, that yes. was because FX, after the first season, said if you wanted to come back, you need an A-lister, yes. or at least a big star yes. to be part of it. So they were very lucky because apparently Danny DeVito was a fan of the show. Oh, so really? So he watched the show before he was on it, and they offered him the part, and he took it. So and he knew so, you wanted And so he knew, and, and from the very get-go on the, on the first episode of season two when he enters, it's like he didn't miss a beat. It's no. like he's been a part of the show yes. the whole time. So yeah, he, yeah. he fit right in, which was great. Yes, and, and I, I, I think the second season, watching the first season, it's like, you get the layout of the show and like, okay, these are terrible people. They're going to do terrible things and we get it. But like the second season comes in and they really start to get into the groove of Charlie and Frank because their, their weird friendship thing like evolves over the seasons. So you, you, you get that start of that in this, in the second season. And you also get the start of, um, like Mac and Dennis and Dee, like do their own thing. Like you, you, like they evolve. Eventually, they will evolve into the hot messes they that are they today. Are, yes. yes, there are still there are hints of it at the beginning, yes. but they they really double down. Yes, as the, as the show goes on, that's the thing that I that I like about it. That the, the first season versus the second season, they're both great seasons. They are, I, but I think the first season, it's it's 
edgier. It's not quite as polished. If I think what the, the issues that the way right. they're tackling the issues is a little more in your face. Yes. And so it's a little more streamlined and it's a little more plot driven for the for the show. Right. In the second season. Yes. The first season is about what can we do this episode right. to either shock you or make you laugh. Yes. And there may be a cohesive total overarching story a little bit. Right. But in the second season they really weave it all together to more of a a narrative uh, storyline for the whole season and for the whole show I guess upcoming. Yes. They really put it all together. Yeah. But I I, to to me personally (laughs) I think the first season is just it was I guess because it was so shocking to see the way they were doing things. Right. And it seems to be a little edgier. I really have a, a soft spot for the first season. But I really enjoy that that cohesive story you yeah. have on the second season. I mean, once Danny DeVito comes in, it's like it makes it. it like it, it makes a show. It makes it a show. Yeah. The the first one is a little almost like a series of short films. So, do you have any favorite episodes? Favorite episodes? Yes. Uh, I really, I really enjoy the last episode of season one. Charlie gets molested. It's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, when they bring the doll out and the uncle is watching him yes. on where the doll's where show us on the he's doll like, where you were touched. He's just like, yeah. Yeah. Show me where the doll's touched. That may be my favorite. Uh, and then also uh, Principal Belding from Save the Bell makes an appearance oh, yeah. as the coach <laughs> who was accused of, of pedophilia. Which and is Max very upset that he never got touched. He didn't get picked. He didn't get picked. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that may be uh, my favorite episode. Yeah, it's, it's also a great episode because it introduces the McFoyle twins. It does, yes. And they, they are just a wonderful, like... Like in season three, especially, like they pop up a lot, and it's just they, it's just wonderful. Yeah, they make a couple more appearances uh, in season yes. two, uh, but that's probably my favorite episode. Is the uh, last and one the of season one? Gets molested. Yeah, yeah, that's a great episode. <laughs> the things you say, just saying the titles of these shows, yes. is so awkward to even say out yeah. loud. <laughs> one of my favorites in uh, season two is the third episode where it's entitled <laughs> "Dennis and Dee Go on Welfare," and yeah. that's my favorite. <laughs> Yes, and get addicted the, to crack. Like, the whole part of them just sitting on the stoop drinking 40s. It's, it's pretty good. Is, <laughs> is hilarious. And then they go try crack, and then they're hooked on crack. And then they have to, at the end, like, wean themselves wean off Wean themselves crack. off. Because they were getting on crack originally to get on welfare. To get on welfare. Because they had to have a drug test. Yes, but then they just ended up addicted to crack. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a good episode. Yeah, every episode. I can't think of a bad episode in the first two seasons. Right, there's they're, there's more that are shine them. more yes. than others, but they're all very good. And then obviously, uh, Charlie goes America all over everybody's asses. His, his yeah, we're going to go America all over their asses. All over their asses. The fact that they, because I'm from New Orleans, so they they, they do the whole New Orleans bar. Mimic the New Orleans bar. <laughs> and that's what they introduced Vietnamese Russian roulette in the back room. That's my favorite part yeah. when they go down to, to like, they've stopped shop. They're like, no, we're shutting everything down. And they go down in the basement and then you see Frank. Christopher Walken, Deer Hunter style. <laughs> Russian roulette with the, with the Koreans. Maybe and they, like, it just ends with the gunshot. Maybe things got just, out of hand. <laughs> and I love it. And you know what's funny is that when you watch It's Always Sunny, like, when you see it for the first time and you look at all these characters... Would you have thought ever that Charlie Day would be the number one out of all that class? Yeah, I know. <laughs> not especially not the first time you see it. Yeah. No, yeah. Like Charlie Day is like the breakout star. Yes. Of it's always sunny. Although there's something about him. I know he gets. There, I mean, he's got a little yes, something. Yes. Uh, to him. But like he's in blockbuster. Yes. Movies. 
With Ice Cube. With Ice Cube. I don't know if that's a blockbuster or not, but. Well, the, um, was it Pacific Rim? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, he's in that one. Like, who would have thought that? The, oh, yeah, Charlie Day's going to be big. He's going to be the one. He's going to be really, the one. That really breaks out. I think all of them are hilarious. They're all, they're all fantastic. I, I can't imagine anybody else in the show. No. But I, and, and I think part of that is because it started off with the, the original three. Yes. Uh, the three guys. Yes. And they're the ones who kind of, from the very beginning. So right. They've lived this, created the show. this part. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they've created the show. Not to mention they've, like... Both of their Charlie's wife, who plays the waitress, and then yes. Dee, who's married to is now married to Robin. Real life, also it all together. It's just a family. And they just had their thirteenth season, right? They so just had their thirteenth season. That's a long time for a show. I won't, I think there's a fourteenth season because I went on IMDb and it said I'm like sure. fourteen, but they didn't say like the names of them, and I'm like. Is it really going to be a 14th season? Sh- it didn't seem like I didn't hear that it was on the bubble or anything. Right. I think it's still a pretty pretty high-ranking show up there, right? I mean, money. <laughs> yeah, this, as they get uh, more famous and the show gets more popular, maybe they want more money. Yes. So on the bingeability, one being I can only watch one episode a day, I can't do this, and then five being... I'm gonna I'm gonna watch two episodes at once because I need to get I need to get this yes. into my brain as quickly as possible. So I have a complicated answer for this. Oh, one. Okay. <laughs> so as I watched the first season, I I, I still really love the show. I just didn't think it was that bingeable. It wasn't. I didn't feel like I had to watch the next episode. Uh-huh. So if it was just the first season, I would say it's a two and a half to three. Oh, okay. For the first season, once mm-hmm. the second season uh, started and they had that bigger overarching storyline. Mm-hmm. I would say probably a, a three and a half, four out of five. Okay. I'm gonna go. Still gonna go three point five. Okay. Out of five. So three point five for bingeability. Yeah. For bingeability, I can't really give an honest answer because I've seen all these episodes so many times. I could just literally have them in the background and like do something else. But you also watch them when you couldn't binge them, so you had to watch them as they came out. If you watched Cor- from the beginning. Correct. Yes. But I've also, I mean, there have been periods in my life. When they've been on Netflix and Hulu, where I will just leave them on and watch. So what would you think your answer would be? If you can't give a definitive answer. Probably like four. Okay. Yeah, I would say four. But I feel like that's not fair because I've seen a a lot. Okay. I'll take that. Okay. (laughs) When I was watching the second season and Danny DeVito came out and he just, he was just so right for the part. Mm -hmm. And like something about, he's just, it feels like he's just playing Danny DeVito. Yeah. (laughs) Which is funny to me. Yeah. You know, he's, that's, that's what he is. So uh, I was thinking about, it feels like everybody knows Danny DeVito, but I don't think there's a one iconic role that he has that, like, you know, everybody knows him for. Right. So I was trying to think, like, the top three Danny DeVito roles. Mm-hmm. So I have three. Okay. But I didn't tell you about this. So right. So off the top of your head, <laughs> what would your three most iconic Danny DeVito roles or your top three Danny DeVito roles? Not uh, including It's Always Sunny? Not including It's Always Sunny. Okay. Well, obviously... Shoot, what's the one with the girl? The one with the girl. <laughs> All of them, the one with the girl. Yeah, normally girls in a lot, of the, a lot of the movies. No, the one based on the book from Matilda. the 90s, Matilda. I was betting you were going to say that. Obviously, Matilda's Matilda. number one because I was a child at the time mm-hmm. when it was on. Um, number two is actually uh, Junior with... Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nice. Yeah, because yeah. the concept of Arnold Schwarzenegger being like being pregnant, mm-hmm. and Danny DeVito's there, and then also he was with Danny DeVito in Twins. Or I know Schwarzenegger I was twins. gonna say Twins too, but also I was gonna say Throw Mama from a Train. So I guess four. Okay. So those are those, those are, are my yours. top. 
All right. Those are my top. But Matilda, obviously, because it was, you know, during the time. During the time. I would have to say Throw Mama from the Train is on my list for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Batman Returns. you got to remember oh, the penguin. Oh, he is he's so good so in that good movie. In that no, uh, can I switch my answer? Yeah, not too late. <laughs> Can't take it back. Uh, I get the credit for that one. Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, definitely that was just a fantastic role for him. And probably Taxi, which is a show that not a lot of people yeah. watch. Even though, because that, again, is just so Danny right. DeVito. He's so yeah. angry all the time, mm-hmm. which is, it's just a great role. So those are probably my three. But Matilda... Is on the list as well, probably right. further down. But I, I totally get that. Wherever you you know grew up in time of Danny DeVito, yes, you have like lots of options. But I think anyone who's seen Batman should have that on the list. God, I mean, how could you forget it? Why don't you shame me some more? <laughs> Tim Burton classic. Jeez. Okay, so overall, we like we like I love it's always sunny. Yes, you, you I think like, it's, I think it's, it's always fantastic. Sunny. I don't think you're in love with it yet. You, you're like in the honeymoon stages where you're not like. Well, fully. it's see, it's it is different. This is this is brings up a point as well. When you're binging a show and you've never seen it before, right. You don't get sometimes you don't get that that attachment to the show when you right. have to wait. Yes. A week or right. and then a whole season to watch mm-hmm. the next the next season. Like yes. a, you know, it, sometimes you build a stronger connection. I think that's a one. Well, well also when, this has been building. In my life, it's a part of me for thirteen yes. years. Like it's a, well, it's a big long. And plus, I've been I've been hearing for twelve or thirteen years <laughs> how great the show is, right. which is true. I love the show. I think it's fantastic. Uh, it's just yeah, it's so new. Two days I've been watching the show <laughs> for two days. <laughs> for two days, the show. but I think it's great. I, I I can't think of another show like on the air right that is is equivalent to this. It's a good show. Okay, so the ending segment which I thought of as I was binging TV shows, because I'm an avid TV binger. show binger, is the when you're watching Netflix, they have the skip the intro button. Yes, the all-important skip the intro. Yes. So I thought, looking back at some of the shows of 2005 that were on during It's Always Sunny, okay. watching them would, if you had the ability to skip the intro, would you skip the intro? Okay. So let's start with It's Always Sunny. Do you skip the intro for It's Always Sunny? I do not. No, I really you like want to that, to that, song. that song. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> that public domain. <laughs> yes, it's just such an upbeat song. I like it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. It's very short too. And you it's short. Really yes. Don't have to um, skip it. Don't endure a lot. Correct. Um, so the next one that was on during 2005, that 70s show. Do you skip the intro for that 70s show? That one I do not skip. Because you want to sing along it's to a it. Very, that's, the- that's, that's, <laughs> it's a rocking song. What about you? Do you skip it? No, I don't skip it. I listen to it pretty regularly. I mean, I'm not in a hurry to get to the next episode, the next of, episode of that, that, that show. show. I can listen to it. Fair point. Um, Arrested Development, which was on its last season in yes. 2005. Do you skip the yeah, intro? I do skip the intro. No. I do also because yeah. I don't really necessarily need I don't feel the I, recap of who this family is. Yes, I, I will admit I skip that intro. I mean, you watch it once. You get it. Yeah. You're like, this is a family. Mm-hmm. And they're dysfunctional. They're having some problems. Yes. And they're going to get into more problems. They're going to get into more problems. <laughs> My name is Earl, which is like not the longest intro oh, ever. I honestly... I'm pretty sure it's just him saying, My name is remember Earl. remember the intro to that show. It's just him going, I, My name is Earl. I think that's a... If you can't remember it, it's probably not bad enough for you to say right. you'd skip it. So maybe I wouldn't skip that one. I think it might be too short to even I think you're right. It's just, my name is Earl. My name is Earl. Boom. 
And then The Office. No. It's you just, don't skip it? No. I skip it. I guess it depends on how much I'm binging. <laughs> if I'm only watching a few episodes, I don't mind it. If I'm going to have a marathon right. and see four or five episodes You're in a row, skip it. I will eventually skip. But two, for two or three, I'll watch it. It's it's a nostalgic thing. Right. I like I like the, I like the intro for that. I'll one. skip it. I mean, it's not as melodic as It's Always Sunny. It's just, yes. you know, so I'll go ahead and skip it. I don't really need to hear that song over and over again. I think after, like I said, after the fourth time watching mm-hmm. it, if I'm watching it in a row, I would probably skip it. But the first few times, no, I wouldn't skip it. No. No. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope you got anything out of that conversation. And it was coherent <laughs> enough for you to understand. <laughs> if you if you didn't watch, it's always sunny. Now you want to watch, it's always sunny. I hope that we inspire you. Maybe I don't know. Please like us, share us. Come back next week. Come back again. And we'll do this all, all over again. Let us again. know what you liked and or didn't like. Please don't tell us what you didn't like. Just tell us what you liked. I guess you could say if you didn't like Adam, that's fine. Hey. Okay, great. Bye.